Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today, we are continuing in Psalm 23, and the passage we're going to focus on today is probably the central message, or I will say is the central message of Psalm 23, and some would even say maybe the central message of the Old Testament, and this guy whose mantra is Emmanuel, me, um, I would say maybe it's the central message of all of Scripture. So it's a big one today. Psalm 23, we're going to read all of the psalm and we'll focus on the first part of verse 4 today. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want or I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Yeah, so today we're focusing just on those words, even though I walk through the darkest valley, or you've heard it said, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. I want to start with those last words, and that is, for you are with me. Uh, Hebrew scholar Marty Michelson sent me a a lecture a long time ago, and uh, he's one of my heroes. He actually reads the Old Testament in Hebrew. I read it in the English, and and he said, I have this lecture, and he sent it to a bunch of pastors, and I thought, yeah, let me hear this lecture about Psalm 23, and what he said was this. The Psalm 23 has an obvious center if you read it in the Hebrew. There are 26 words, and then there are three words, and then there are 26 words. So it's 26, there's the center, and then there's 26 more words. And the three words that are the center of this psalm, we translate to five words. For you are with me. And that center of this psalm is very interesting because before the center... The psalmist is saying, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. And then he says, for you are with me. And then the tone changes. You. It all goes to you statements. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. You anoint my head with oil. So it's almost like there's a shift in tone after the center where God goes from being third person, he, 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 
that person over there, to you, face-to-face encounter with God. A face-to-face encounter is you and I. If you talk about somebody you don't have a face-to-face encounter with, it's he or she or those people over there. And so there's kind of this shift in the tone of the psalm. But also there's this, this whole thing about for you are with me is the central message here. And if you get that, you get all of it. And I would say if you get that, you get what Scripture is trying to tell you from beginning to end in the garden. God was with God's people. And you can just go all the way along. Moses is called to lead the people um, out of Egypt. And, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Who am I supposed to say sent me? And, and God doesn't help him with his excuses. God just says, I will be with you. That's all you need to know. All throughout. I just read over Christmas, the, the Virgin Mary. How will this be? And, and before that, God says to her, Greetings, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Or Gabriel says to her about God. The Lord is with you. So all throughout Scripture, what God is trying to communicate to God's people, and we have a really hard time hearing it, is that I am with you. Always, as Jesus says, even to the very end of the age. And then you see at the end of Scripture, there's this picture of the new heaven and the new earth. But wait. In the new Jerusalem, there is no temple. Why is that? Because God dwells with God's people. So that's where it's all heading. That God is with us and we will be with God. And that's the big question for us is, will we be with God? So when I read Psalm 23 and I get to this, for you are with me, the only question is, is will I be with God? Will I trust that? If I really believe God is with me and God is who God says he is, what do I have to be afraid of? If God is really with me, God is my provider, God is my protector, God is my strength. God is even in my death, the one who will raise me to new life. What is there that I should be afraid of? What is there that God cannot handle? Because God is with me. It's not that I can handle it, but God can handle it. And so the psalmist says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd and and the shepherd that is with me always, even in the darkest places. And so that should be a, a huge encouragement to us. If we really believe God is who God says he is. And if we really believe that God is with us, then there is nothing that will happen on this day that we cannot face, knowing those two things. If we believe God is all-powerful, God will provide. We believe God is our protector, our strength, our shield, our salvation, even our resurrection and life. Then even the worst thing I could think of, which would be death, in that God is with me, and God will raise me to new life. So the psalmist says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, the toughest stuff of life. I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. Man, this is what I try to do every day. I try to just remind myself that God is with me in everything I do. And it's a hard thing because it's easy to forget. It's easy to walk away and just kind of do your thing. It's easy to get caught up going through the motions. It's easy to get caught up in what's wrong at work or what's going on in the family or or what fear about finances or or fear about safety or security. 
And, and scripture says, perfect love drives out all fear. And, and Jesus says, just trust me for this moment. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. And so if I can really live in this idea that God is with me, this is the central idea. If I can live in that, then the psalmist and I will be able to say as well, even though I walk through the darkest times, the worst things I can imagine, I won't fear evil because you are with me. Talk about a way to start a Monday. Talk about some hope for a new year. Man, I hope you hear that today and I hope you believe it. And I hope we can remember it as we go throughout this day and this week. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.